This podcast contains graphic descriptions that some listeners may find disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. All right, now, with that being said, welcome to the Mortal Musings Podcast. My lips a lot better today. Yeah, no, that Blistex is really working out for you, isn't it? Yeah, it's the only thing I'll use. I won't use any other shite. So uh, if so Blistex is looking for a sponsor, <clears throat> we're here. <laughs> Ready and waiting. Uh, so, Neil. It'll come to good use. Neil. Yeah. What would you say is um, your biggest fear or biggest fears? Well, we know eyes. Yeah. Touched on it's that. Not, it's not like eyes though, is it? It's it's stuff surrounding eyes and everything. You're like, like scared. It's like, what? No, no, but like, you're not weirded out by an eye, but like if someone was to touch an eye or if yeah. you were to watch something in a horror movie involving eyes, you'd scutter yourself. Right. I don't shit myself. <laughs> I look away until you give me the nod, but it's safe for me to watch. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, bumping into you in, in the middle of a purge. Okay. That'd scare the shit out of me. Uh, clowns. Mm-hmm. Not very good with clowns. Oh. Um, Is that your lot? Wasps? Oh yeah, wasps. Yeah, not, can't not be, about Can't them. be doing with wasps. Not bad about it. Rodents. I'm not that, I'm not that good with rodents either. Could be here for a while, so we'll, uh, we'll cut to the chase. Today we're going to talk about the uh, fear of clowns. Of course we are, yeah. Yeah. So, can I just ask, is this... What this podcast is going to be now, it's... Trying to bother you. Let's piss Neil off. <laughs> is is that what it is? I mean, let's I, see what it takes to make him get up and walk off. I mean, you signed up for this, didn't you? Not this. <laughs> not like this. <laughs> no, but we're, we're going to talk about the fear of clowns because it, like, it's not just you. Obviously, it's very common fear. Um, it's probably one of the biggest ones. Clowns, spiders, heights. What else? Water. <laughs> what? Anyway, right. water, yeah, water. Fucking a lot of people are scared of water, drowning. Yeah, yeah. So a bit of a background to do with um, modern day clowns, what we're used to kind of seeing, and the images surrounding them. So Joseph Grimaldi was a performer uh, who, in eighteen oh one, started applying his makeup by covering his face in a completely white base uh, and drawing on an elongated mouth in red, as well as red cheeks. And that's kind of the typical image, isn't it? That we yeah. think of with clowns now is like the white face and Red all that. Newers. Red Newers. He was praised for his physical abilities and known for his catchphrases such as here we go again and shall I? You know, that like real pantomime type He's mischievous show. Yeah, like he, he kind of started off all that kind of carry on. Okay. Um, yeah, just he'd say th- these things for getting up to some no good shit. So Grimaldi's makeup style has been a massive influence and it's most commonly, like I said, what we imagine we think of clowns today. Uh, I apologise in advance for probably bastardising the pronunciation of this word. Polyachi? Um, Polyachi, probably. Probably Polyachi. It's Italian. And um, And what did you say? Polyachi. Like you have a fucking notion anyway. Uh... Here we go, here we go. 
from being part Italian, <laughs> I, I've <laughs> I got more save than you. <laughs> All right. Do you, do you want to do you want to stand by that? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, Pagliacci, which which translates to clowns, is an Italian opera which premiered in 1892. And the opera tells the story of Canio the Clown. And he's an actor who murders his wife and her lover on stage during performance. Like, that's what the opera's about. So is that where it started then? Well, this, like... is, this is why I wanted to kind of bring this up. Just to, like, to give a bit of a backing, like, that's where kind of the modern day image comes from. You know, the white face, the red cheeks, red nose kind of thing. And then... Like I said, that premiered in 1892 and that's fucking terrifying. Like, could you imagine if I brought you to the opera and you didn't know what it was about? And I was like, oh, just you're going to enjoy it. It's going to be great. And it was about a clown murdering his wife and lover on stage in front of people. Yeah. Do you know in cartoons when someone's run away that fast, the hat is still there floating? Yeah. That. Yes. That's what you'd get. Not bad about it. No. So the fear of clowns is called colrophobia. I didn't know it had its, its own word. It's not really used that much. What did you just say it's called? Colrophobia. Um, again, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Well, because it's not an Italian word, clearly. So a questionnaire was actually given to a group of 987 people between the ages of 18 and 77. And it's an international group, right? 53.5% said they were scared of clowns to some degree. 5% were in the category of extremely scared. Where would you put me from what you've seen? Uh, okay, see, I love horror movies and I know you're not really into them. So we don't watch a lot of them together. The only time I've ever fucked up and put something on that would scare you was The Devil's Rejects. Do you remember that? Yes, you bastard. Yeah. Yes. It's because, I, right, I knew, like, Captain Spaulding was a clown, but because uh, when I was trying Didn't to think... Didn't I have night terrors that night? Probably. I, I know, like, half the movie, like, not, he wasn't in clown makeup the full time. And that's what I kept remembering. And then I was like, oh, shit. I felt set up. In the first movie, he's wearing it a lot more. I thought, no, I'm not going to put that on for you. I haven't seen you watching some <gasps> Terrifier. Now, I had that on. And you turned around because you were on the computer. You weren't paying attention. You had a headset on and everything. Yeah. And I said to you, look, I'm putting this on just so you know. And you're like, that's fine. I'm not even facing that way. I'm not going to look. You turned around at one point, stared at the TV. And I was like, no, don't, don't look. <laughs> don't watch it. And you just froze in fear. Oh, yeah. I couldn't turn around. You were just staring at yeah. the TV. And I'm like, stop. Like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> but, um. Yeah. That were, like, I can't remember the first time like i knew i was scared of him well i I might trigger a memory during this a little bit further along but uh yeah i mean i suppose with that i've never seen you in front of an actual clown or whatever but yeah judging from your reaction to terrifier or the devil's rejects i'd say you're extremely scared yeah what do you think like so i i don't know because remember a couple of years ago when people were dressing up as clowns and yes. there was like standing in the middle of the road. If they'd have done that in front of me, the, I'd have run them off. But that, like, was, that was a worry, wasn't it? Because you're playing with people's emotions and people are going to react 
Yeah. Aggressive if they're feeling threatened, cornered. Yeah. Like it, it's, you know, say say I came out of a, a shop or something and there was one just stood there looking at me and there was in my way. I'd try and avoid them, but say there was in my way. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not to the extent, but I've seen red, so I'm yeah. going to attack. You it's, just panicked. I, I'm going to swing. Yeah, yeah. So I can get out. Like, yeah. And it was stupid that what people were doing. No, yeah, I 100% agree. So compared to research of other phobias, clowns received a higher percentage than animals, which came in at 3.8%. Blood injections slash injuries. Oh, three... injections, I'm not good with that as well. No, you're not. Well, like I said, that came in at 3%. Heights, 2.9%. Still water or weather events, 2.3%. Closed spaces, 2.2%. And flying, 1.3%. See, flying... Um, You're not great with flying either. It's the taking off and the landing. Yeah. You're not, I'm not great. not so bad in the middle. You're not great with flying, but I wouldn't say... You're, you seem more anxious than you do actually shitting it. You, you, have to, you have to treat me like a child and, like, give me a tablet and say, what, watch that. Yeah, but yeah. then I'm sat there and I'm grand. But I, I, I think the, the landing part is definitely influenced by my mum. What do you mean? Because on a, on a plane growing up, she would burst into tears. Stop. Every time. It would get worse every time. And I mean hysterical crying. And if you asked her, like, we've landed. The plane stopped. What are you crying for? And all she'd say is, because it goes through your head, I'd never see your dad again. Or, Fucking hell, it's a bit morbid, isn't it? And this is to, like, a young kid. Yeah, no, that's that's not... That's just passed on an irrational fear to you. And, uh, I mean, I think I might be the same. Like, parents do it all the time, don't they? Like, my mother is afraid of horses, and I am as well. I love horses. Now, see, the thing is, I think, I think that fear is justified because they are a very big, strong, powerful animal that could easily kill you. I think it's justified. But would I have been if it hadn't been for my mother also being... Scared of them. And again, same as you were flying. But uh, fucking hell. We'll come back to my mother on the clowns as well. Yes, we will. <laughs> I have it down here. <laughs> so, it's, oh, sorry, it's actually, it's coming up now in a sec. So why are people actually afraid of clowns? So there's like different reasons and theories why, you know. So clowns are known to be mischievous, obviously, and some people enjoy that they like the unpredictability the silliness that comes along with it but I think for a lot of people it puts them on edge okay you know I'm a very kind of um I'm a very routine person great yeah I, and hard to believe I like routine I don't like change mm-hmm. I'm not scared of clowns but I, I can get that putting you on edge I mean it could be because of maybe a previous negative experience you've had either you know, it's just association that that happened to me. I don't like this anymore. So do you want to talk a little bit about your um, birthday party? What 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 birthday party was it? What age were you? Six. Six. I was, <laughs> I was there, suited and booted. I'd Looking got, slick. Got some uh, black slacks on, white shirt tucked in. Oh. Black waistcoat. Smart. And a dicky bow. Oh. I'd got a hairstyle like the kid from Home Alone 3. That's fucking funny. No, nothing. 
<laughs> it was the style back then. That was the look. Um, yeah, and for my sixth birthday party, it was in a pub. <laughs> yeah. And the entertainment was a magician, two magicians dressed as fucking clowns. It's so funny. It's You don't like clowns to begin with. And you had not one but two fucking clowns. Two. Uh, they were trying to get, one of them was trying to get me to sit on his knee while oh. they sung uh, Happy Birthday. That wasn't happening. No. Uh, there's still a photo of me somewhere stood next to at least one of them. I, I don't look very amused. No, wouldn't imagine you were. I remember the buffy were nice though. What did you have? They were sausage rolls. Well, obviously, yeah. And then there was cocktail sticks with cheese cubes and pickled onions on them. Mm. The classic. Uh, there'll have been cocktail sausages. Of course. I, I remember that and I liked that. Um, but I remember being terrified from it. <laughs> and my dad saying, why did you book <laughs> to my mum? Why did you book them? So your dad was on your side. Well, he let it happen, so I don't know if he was. <laughs> he let it happen. I don't know if he was looking for a funny reaction, or if he'd forgot. Oh, like so he might have either thought it was funny or that, like you said, forgot. And then I once he saw your if reaction, he was there. He might have been working. And then saw you shaking in the corner when he got home. Yeah, shaking like a shitting dog. <laughs> and I'd said, you know, fucking, fucking clowns. Fuck's sake. And he, uh, yeah, I remember, I remember him saying to my mom, like, what the fuck were you thinking? He's, he's terrified of clowns. And I didn't know. What do you do now? So, so yeah. have that, mom. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's perfect example. Well, no, I mean. But well, I definitely got a fear before then. That's what I was about to say. It's a good example of a negative experience, but it's not really. You, you had it before. Do you know? It could have been from before? a horror film, like. From, yeah, from a toddler age, you know. Yeah, you know. I'd You've watch, always been I'd watch stuff like Friday Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Exorcist. That fucked me up. Yes, it did. Um, Halloween. Um, did you Did you ever watch it? Because that was obviously. I can't remember the main one I remember watching as a very small child is Halloween and Exorcist, and they both no good. Um. Yeah, no good. I, I would always have to watch Land Before Time, Lion King, uh, I think Care Bears I'd put on. I'd always have to watch stuff before I got in bed. To ease your little mind. So there's also, like you mentioned, the 2016 clown craze. And in 2016, it seemed like it was non-stop reports. Anytime you went on social media, it was just... Another clip, another clip, yeah. another, like it was so, like it got it, to the... It weren't just clowns though, were it? it were nuns, it were mainly clowns though. Well, again, like it's not something that scares me, but it really bothered me at the time because I don't think it's funny to play on people's fears. Well, like I said, if, if one was stood in the middle of the road, I would have run them over. It was only going to go one or two ways. I would have floored it and ran them over or crashed my car. Yeah. That, like it was, it was stupid. But over here, you didn't really have that. You had ghosting, people just laying in the middle of the road, didn't you? I don't know. Did we? 
Yeah, because I don't remember that. When the when that when that girl got run over in the middle at night, didn't people say we thought she was ghost? She could have been ghosting. I, I don't and know. I asked you. I says, "What the fuck's ghosting?" And you said, "It were a practical joke. What people are doing where they'd lay? Oh yeah, they'd yeah, lay in yeah. the middle of the road, pretending they were dead, and raise up." No, it's just fucking stuff. stupid. Anything like that is just like cop the fuck on. Yeah. You know, you risk injuring yourself and traumatizing other people. But I think this like is it's... around the same time as people inhaling nitrous oxide. So just stop it. <laughs> so yeah. Um, the clown craze in 2016, the New York Times reported that these sightings led to 12 arrests across the US and had been linked to one death. Oh, really? Yeah. So again, it's, it, it did escalate. And it's I'm kind of surprised. like, yeah, like, again, you're playing with people's emotions. Shit happens. Like There was a, like, there's a video that will always come to mind for me where there was a guy, this was in the UK, and he comes out of the 24-hour Tesco and he's he's been to buy beer and he walks out of the shop and there's a clown just stood there. I can't remember if he's like waving at him or something or starts like walking slowly towards him. And you can tell by his voice he's got the fear of clowns. Yeah. And he said to him, I know you're messing about. But please just, stop. Just stop. And this clown kept coming towards him slowly. So he went, you know what? And he dropped the crate and picked a bottle up and started running towards him and went, fucking come on then, and chase the clown. <laughs> Another possibility is it's a learned fear from friends or family, what we were just discussing, passing on an irrational fear or something to your yeah. kids. Another big one is from the portrayal of clowns in pop culture, specifically in the horror genre. Okay. Films, TVs, comics, there's so many which feature, you know, the whole killer ca- uh, killer clown yeah. Image. So in comics, quite a few. Uh, in the 80s, Nick McKay, who was. Um, so I just thought what it could have been, what one of what could have started me off. I'm pretty sure there's a scary Scooby Doo with a clown. It's nothing to smile at, Megan. Like, <laughs> no, because like for you, it was very young. It seems yeah. as if you've pretty much always had that fear. Yeah, it's going to be four, maybe. Four-year-old. So in the 80s, Nick McKay created the storyline for National Lampoon's Evil Clown comics. And it featured the main character, Frenchie the Clown, who was described as bitter and evil, but had a way with the ladies. So again, like, this kind of, like, creepy, evil character, but still had, like, some type of charm or charisma to manipulate or whatever. Like, it's that kind of twisted shit. The illustrator for Frenchie the Clown... Alan Cooperberg also worked on Obnoxio the Clown. And Obnoxio is described as slovenly, vulgar, cigar-puffing middle-aged man in a torn and dirty clown suit. And he had a cynical attitude. So again, it's like painting that whole kind of like, in this case, kind of washed up, don't feel quite easy around this person. Of course, probably the most famous, the Joker. Now the Joker's had so I many. You were say something else then. What? Because it was the probably the last clown scare I had uh, was Gacy. I thought he was going to say Gacy. Yeah, we will. We will touch on Gacy, but um, this isn't to do with comics. Wouldn't you agree? The Joker is the biggest, like yeah. not just in comics, but obviously where yeah. he got to start. 
Um, Joker is one of the most... Oh, yeah, that could be where I got it as well. It could, like, Joker's one of the most iconic villains there's ever been, you know? Created by Bill Finger, Bob Kane and Jerry Robinson, first appeared in Batman in spring 1940. I mean, there is so much on the Joker. It, it could be its own podcast. You know, it's, I, I can't do it justice to talk about it. Uh, like I said, there's so many takes on the character. Yeah, like he's just got scarier and scarier to look at. Yeah. Because he looks like, um, you know, like before it, his, makeup, his face makeup would always be pretty much perfect. Whereas in the later movies, it was more... Worn, beaten down. Worn, smudged, like, yeah. Been through some shit. So one of his origin stories, because there are different ones about, but one of them, and I think probably one of the most popular ones, is he fell into a tank of toxic chemicals, which caused him to become disfigured and was driven insane. Heath Ledger... um, I thought that was Two-Face. What? Two-Face was the one who fell in the chemicals. This is... But who's Two Face? The man with Two Face, like his, his his face, like half of it's perfect and the other half is just looks like a scrotum. Like <laughs> you can't remember Two Face. No, he'd always wear suits what like cut down the middle, and it'd be like a perfect suit on one side and a different suit on the other. No, and he'd flip a coin for it to land on heads or tails. You'd have to show him to me. Okay, now. But yeah, Heath Heath Ledger, obviously, he was brilliant as the Joker. And he described the Joker as psychopathic, mass-murdering, schizophrenic clown with zero empathy, which... Yep. Yeah. But um, like you said as well, like there's been such an evolution of the character through the different comics, TV shows, movies. You know, initially it was kind of more fun and jokey to twisted, deranged, you know what I mean? Yeah. It is another iconic representation of the evil slash killer clown. The Stephen King novel was released in 1986, followed by the 1990 two-part miniseries. I mean, I loved it. I, like, it was just... Obviously, I, could, I couldn't watch it with you. It wouldn't be your scene. Tim Curry was so good in it. He played the role perfectly. But you didn't like the new one? No, it chapter one... Uh, in 2017 and then there was It Chapter 2 in 2019 I to be honest with you wasn't really mad about them I mean it's nothing I I don't think your man who played the clown was bad or anything like that I think it's just Tim Curry was just I don't think anyone could do it as well as Tim Curry did it he was just perfect for me there's actually also a prequel in the works apparently called Welcome to Derry I mean so it goes to show it's really stood the test of time that's just and that's just Pennywise the Clown. It's insane. And I've said it to you, one of my favourite films, Terrifier. Terrifier's main character features Art the Clown. And it really does live up the name. Like, he is terrifying. I wouldn't know. So, yeah, he is truly terrifying. Um, the poster for the film is enough to make people just get the fuck out of there. It's... Do you remember it? I. You couldn't I, hack I, it. I think... Do you remember, like, there'd be posts on Facebook saying up-and-coming movies mm-hmm. in whatever year? And I remember looking through them, and I showed it to you, and I went, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I remember we were looking through um, films to watch, and Terrifier came up, and the poster for it is just, a, like, a picture of Art's face. And you were like, what the fuck? Like, I remember going past it quick, because you're like, I don't even want to see it. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, no, like just an amazing movie. Really good. And if you haven't seen it, go see it. American Horror Story Freak Show. They had Twisty the Clown. So Twisty's attempt at suicide by gunshot failed and left him with a mutilated lower jaw, which he covered with a mask that displayed a smiling face. Which And, and it's a big dirty grin. You know, it's no good. So when you look at all those, and that's just in pop culture, I think that's enough to scare the shite out of someone. The makeup. The makeup is a big one for people. It's drawn on to exaggerate facial features. It hides their true emotion. Or is it like just the fact that it's masking? It's masking someone's true appearance. I think I know where... If it's not my first fear, it's one of the earliest. If anyone around my age watched wrestling as a kid, Doink the Clown, like, he was an evil bastard. And so he'd come out with the makeup on all perfect, but obviously halfway through the match, yeah, yeah. the sweat had start, like... Was that, like, the, the point m- of it then? I think so. No good. I scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Look up Doink the Clown. And there was a, there was a, a midget... Who'd come down and be a sidekick? I can't remember what he was called. Dink, Dink the clown. Look, Doink, Doink and Dink. Doink and Dink. I'm pretty sure it was Dink. I could be wrong, but it's definitely Doink. Okay, I've got him here. I can't see any of his makeup all faded though, but I, I believe you. Been horrible. But you yeah, know that it it is um it is scary. Whether like I said, whether it's the exaggerated facial features or just hiding someone's emotion. It's scary not to know who's underneath. Yeah. You know? Um, And to do with how clown makeup should be applied, there are rules and stuff. They do have kind of guidelines. So with clown makeup, it's said you should round off all your edges. Make it as appealing, as friendly as you can. Someone who did not pay attention to this was John Wayne Gacy. So... John Wayne Gacy definitely did nothing to help with the fear of clowns. Gacy was a serial killer. He had 33 plus victims. He would torture, rape and kill young men and boys. He earned the name Killer Clown in the media for his work as a clown. Although Yeah, they really liked to... They really leaned into it. Although most of his time performing was actually voluntary as he said it allowed him to... Regress into childhood. It's, yeah, it's it's no good. But Gacy had two personas as a clown. He had Pogo the clown, a happy clown, and Patches the clown was a, quote, more serious character. Okay. No good. I didn't, I didn't know that. And again, like, if you look up Gacy while he was performing as Pogo or Patches, his makeup was all sharp edges. And no good. And I, I wonder, did he just not give a fuck? Like, did he not look into what he should have been doing? Or was it deliberate? He probably just didn't give a shit. Yeah. So, there's a Clowns of America Sorry, association. while you're on Gacy. Mm-hmm. So, the last clown scare I had, I'm surprised you haven't brought this up. We was watching the, the Netflix Dharma series. Yes. And at the end, like, so obviously we're watching Dharma. And then at the end, it was like they were showing a teaser trailer. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. And it was a man getting drowned. And then it came <clears> up <throat> and you just got a fucking clown 
drown in this bath. I shit myself. Yeah. Because I won't even expect, I couldn't even brace myself for it. Yeah. Okay. The thing, the thing with Gacy is, again, like, you know, it bothers me. People really, really want to lean into the whole thing of, oh, he was a clown. He was a clown. He was a clown. He had other jobs, you know. It wasn't like he was a clown. That's what he did. Yeah. That was one part of it. But people, it's the fear factor. People yeah. want, you know, I don't think he was in his home dressed up as a clown to murder people. Yeah. You know, but uh, there is actually a code of ethics posted on the Clowns of America International website. Okay. They have the eight clown commandments. Now, I won't read through the whole thing, but it's basically kind of keep their acts and performances, you know, in good taste. Costume and makeup should be presentable at all times. They will not drink or smoke while in the makeup and costumes. You know, they have to remain professional at all times, they said. Krusty always smoked. Oh, he was no good. He was, he, when he was another one in, in pop culture, it was like, okay, no. They also state that you should be removing your makeup and costume before just going out into the street. You wear it when you're performing and then you tra- change into your street clothes mm-hmm. when you're not, you know. Uh, again, maintain the best standards to do with it in your appearance and your comedy. Uh, Committed to providing atmosphere free of discrimination and harassment. And also, Glenn Kohlberger, who was president of the Clowns of America International, spoke out against how clowns have been portrayed, which, from their standpoint, it must be fucking tiring. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard work. So, he said, Hollywood makes money sensationalising the norm. They can take any situation, no matter how good or pure, and turn into a nightmare. We do not support in any way, shape or form, any medium that sensationalises or adds to colorophobia or clown fear. And yeah, I mean, when you, when you take it from that side of the argument, how difficult must it be? From their side, it's trying to provide entertainment, make people laugh, joke around, and all people have going around in their head is, you know, Gacy, Twisty the Clown, uh, you know... Joker, what have you. So, do kind of feel for them a bit. But yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the fear of clowns. You know, it's it's there could be many different reasons why you have it. And it, I personally think either a bad experience or a high probability is how they're just portrayed. Yeah, that's it's not something I'm going to get over. No, no, I think I think you're stuck with it. So, um, for the oddities today, I have uh, I got one for you. Okay. Have you ever heard of a teratoma tumor before? No. Okay. So, what a teratoma tumor is, it's basically, it starts in your reproductive cells. So, you know, eggs or sperm. Mm-hmm. And it's a germ cell tumor, which means it can change into a lot of different types of cells. And because of this, it means that the cells can turn into many different types of body tissues. Okay. The, ma- <laughs> the most commonly found uh, within the teratoma are teeth, hair, fat and muscle. Less likely but still possible, liver, lungs, brain and thyroid gland. There was actually a case of a woman, a 25-year-old woman in Japan, and she underwent surgery for an ovarian tumour. And within the tumour, they found a mass containing a head, trunk and extremities. Within the mass, there was a brain, 
eye, spinal nerve, ear, teeth, thyroid gland, bone, bone marrow, gut, trachea and blood vessels. So it's kind of almost like, because of all these things it's developed, it's almost looks kind of like a fetus in a way. Yeah, yeah. It's just got all these different components within it. Um, I've just sent you a picture if you'd like to have a look so you kind of get an idea of what I'm talking about. Do I want to fucking see it? I haven't chosen like a really bad one. There's some that would upset you. What the fuck is that? It's a tumour and you can see the hair that's grown. There's also some teeth. Is that teeth? Yeah. Isn't it mad? Like That's fucking disgusting. It's crazy. And like because of this... Why, why is this on my phone? <laughs> You'll sometimes hear them referred to as like the evil twin tumor type of thing because it kind of grows shit that like it's kind of yeah you know what I mean you, you kind of associate with seeing a person. I did like. straight away start thinking about um do you remember on South Park under a woman with like a a baby on her head? I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, she was it something like oh no 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 that that, <laughs> that was a Siamese twin what had died and it was just okay. Can't you remember? No. Oh. Well, yeah. There you go. That's a uh, that's teratomas for you. A very crudely described teratoma. I can't wait to get back to serial killers. Thank you for listening to the Mortal Musings podcast. If you're interested in supporting the podcast and hearing extra content, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com/slash Mortal Musings Podcast. You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Mortal Musings Podcast or email us at Mortal Musings Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs>